Hi. Hello. Hi. You got your tea? We're here because we're starting a podcast. We are. What's the podcast called then? It's called Sanity. Like tea. Like tea. <laughs> okay. Let me get your tea. Get your get let you get your tea. Let me get my tea. Right. There you go. Cheers. Okay. Very half-hearted cheers. <laughs> I'm stressed. Oh, I'm sorry, boy. It's alright, it's fine. Oh. Right, I ain't done one of these before, so you're gonna have to leave me for it, babe. Oh, okay. So, first of all, hello everyone, welcome back to Sanity. Hi guys. It's it's Jeremy Frontine right now from Team Pinata and Kyle from Dissociated. We're both primary protectors of our systems. Mm -hmm. Um, today we're going to be doing this episode of Sanity, but before we get started, I would just like to let everybody know that this video is sponsored by an online therapy counseling site called BetterHelp. And so, um... That's the one that you use, isn't it? Yes. Oh, right, okay. Yes. And, um, I don't know, BetterHelp is affordable and we since we travel a lot we can take it with us because it's all it's all online the therapists there they match you up specifically with the speciality slash gender identity slash religion and stuff yeah too. like if you don't mm -hmm. want a religious therapist or if you like specifically want a particular religion therapist or whatever then they'll match you up with that as well. Mm -hmm. Sex as well, like yeah. if you didn't want a male or female therapist. Yeah, they're very thorough when it comes to that and we use it to this day and we found it incredibly helpful. It's really good for folks who don't have access to going to a therapy office. Like in person. Yeah. Like for example, if you're like disabled and you can't leave the house or something or like you guys like, you're across different countries a lot, so mm -hmm. you can't really, like, stick with a specific therapist because mm -hmm. you can't, like, go four months. Like, for example, you've been staying with us for four months mm -hmm. without seeing your therapist just because you're not in the same country. But, like, with with BetterHelp, you can take it with you. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for sponsoring us, BetterHelp. Yes, thank you. And if you guys want to check out BetterHelp, you can go to www.betterhelp.com forward slash sanity podcast. With that said, <laughs> what um what has your week been like? My week? That's a good question. I ain't been out that much, have I? No, but we did go on a date. We did go on a date and it was real yeah. cute. Where did we go, Jen? <laughs> um, within this uh, system partnership, me and Kyle are dating. And even after I integrated, we're, we're still, still dating. dating. And it's awesome. And we went bowling we did go bowling and like went to an arcade and mm -hmm. shit it was well cute sorry probably shouldn't swear mm -hmm. uh <laughs> yeah it was it was well cute it was really nice to actually spend some like a decent time with you yeah and he thrashed me as well i did oh, i didn't think i was bad at bowling right but you got you got two strikes in a row on accident and then, like, overall you got like what was it like three or four strikes i got three strikes and one spare this is all in one game man like I didn't get that, one strike. That was on accident, though. All of those were on accident. And I also beat you in the Jurassic Park game. Stop. In the racing don't game. Don't tell him that. Uh, oh, man. It was it was fun, though. It was fun. We mm. tied. We tied at air hockey. We did tie at air hockey. Yeah. Which I was getting pretty fucking desperate by that point. Because that, yeah. <laughs> that was the last thing we did before we <laughs> left. And I was like, come on, I've got to at least win something. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't win, but you tied. I did tie, so I, I count that as like something. Yeah. And you won my heart. Oh, yeah, that's my you. <laughs> he already won it. He already won it way before, but. But I mean, it's the same after integrating. Like, mm -hmm. I've still got you and you've still got me. So, like, yeah. oh, if you don't know what integrating is, integrating is. It can be used for two different reasons. There's integration of alters and integration of trauma memory and like communication. So mm -hmm. if your communication and stuff is getting better within your system, a DID or OSDD system, that's also a type of integrating because you're integrating like the different parts of your brain back together. They're sort of like merging a little better so that you can communicate same things with like memory resurgence and like memory sharing whether it's trauma memories or just like if somebody was out and someone else can tell what happened like it's not 100% amnesia that's also a type of integration but integration with between alters is when like the barriers that are up in the brain between the different like parts of consciousness that are the alters come down for whatever reason and there's no longer that that bridge up there which is separating mm -hmm. two things so it's sort of like if you had a piece of plastic running down the middle of a jug of water and you took the piece of plastic out those two different like sections of water are going to combine together mm -hmm. and like mix whatever fluids were in there so like whatever memories and like yeah. I don't know personal experiences and yeah stuff all of the mix. memories and all of the um, individual experiences, all traits. of the, yeah, all of the traits, all of the things that one identifies as oneself merge together into one new individual. Yeah. That's kind of a combination of the two, but yeah. still their own, I don't know, it's odd. So Check out our channels for more <laughs> videos on integration. Yeah, if you're confused, we've both done videos on our channels, so, mm -hmm. well, like, I am personally, but... Mm -hmm. our channels have done it like, yeah it's talked about it a lot yeah. and stuff so yeah that that's uh fine we're still dating yeah yeah so our systems have multiple different relationships between each other mm -hmm. which is nice it's it nice. is it yeah. is nice so i suppose we should get into the heavy stuff what are we talking about today Jen? this um this episode is going to be on PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. If you have DID, you most likely, at least one of your alters in your system will have PTSD. Yeah. It's, uh, it's on a spectrum, so DID and like CPTSD and PTSD, all that, they're all on a spectrum. DID is like a really extreme form of PTSD from trauma that happened mm -hmm. in childhood. So yeah. Any symptoms of PTSD will be experienced by the IDR OSDD system. Post-traumatic stress disorder is pretty much, correct me if I'm wrong, but when the brain experiences something traumatic so that it can can't process that event as a memory or sequence of time as a memory, it processes it as something that's happening right here and right now. And so accessing that trauma, it's kind of like having to experience that all over again. And um, I feel like I'm doing a very bad job. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. That's, that's pretty much it in like the simplest terms. But the way Nin describes it as in terms of like memory processing and stuff like that, she says it's basically like a memory filing or memory processing error that happens when you experience something traumatic because... 
in order to keep you alive, the brain goes into, you know, the fight, flight, form responses mm -hmm. and wh whatever else is involved in that. And in order to do that, in order to keep you alive, the brain suspends its normal memory processing functions. So that experience isn't being filed as a memory. Your brain is just like, okay, you know, send as much energy as possible to your muscles, get out of there, stay alive, everything else can wait, right? Mm -hmm. So then your brain ain't processed that as a memory. So if you get triggered or something like that, your brain finds something that has something to do with this event and the first thing that comes to your mind, to your brain, is saying, oh, wait, what, this, this happened, this ain't been processed yet, we need to process this as a memory, right? So then that individual experiences it all over again while the brain is trying mm. to process it. But because it ain't been processed as something that's already happened as a memory, you're experiencing it as something that's happening right now all over again. So you'll, you can, you can mm. have like physical feelings, like you can potentially feel people touching you or like emotional feelings as well stuff like that you mm -hmm. can hear smell taste mm -hmm. whatever was going on in that memory it's like you're right there that's like a full-on flashback yeah and um there's different types of flashbacks flashbacks are a very big symptom of ptsd mm. doesn't um, have to be all that in one go no they, they can be in like different sections yeah so like emotional flashbacks or like physical flashbacks like um on this on this podcast we often draw from our personal experiences oh i and so in my personal experience i've had full-on flashbacks where even though my eyes and ears are picking up sensory information from the here and the now, the brain isn't processing that information at all. The brain is completely submerged in the memory and it feels, it's, I, I can see it, I can hear it, I, I have the emotional feelings of being back in that memory in that period of time. And that is like a full-on flashback. There's also not so full-on flashbacks. Like, I've had emotional flashbacks where I feel the same way I did during that period of time. Or I, I don't have any emotional connection, but I feel the physical sensations of being back in that time period. Along with PTSD, other symptoms that can come with it are... Um, startle response um a heightened a hypersensitivity hyper startle response so at restaurants or at the park if something is dropped or a bang goes off or something mm. like you've seen us spin 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 just like ah yeah yeah it's very over the top and dramatic like, Ours ain't quite as dramatic as yours but like we also do have an exaggerated startle reflex and yeah. that's that's something that a lot of people who've experienced trauma will experience, regardless mm -hmm. of whether you've got full PTSD or not. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely a big symptom of PTSD. Yeah. Like, as kids, I remember people used to find it really funny to, like, deliberately try and make us jump or, like, grab us by the back of the neck or, mm -hmm. like, try and freak us out because our response was so extreme, like a big jump. Mm -hmm. and like heavy breathing and shit like that like obviously chloe at the time didn't realize like oh she was just like oh yeah no i just have like i'm really jumpy like no it's, mm -hmm. it's because actually someone in the system was every time having a flashback because it's mm -hmm. triggering but yeah. uh yeah you can have partial flashbacks and stuff like that we we experience it a lot as well mm -hmm. um especially our uh, one of our 
most active trauma holders, Omega. Mm. Um, she she gets really rough flashbacks, mm. really, really, really rough. Um, it's, it's really difficult to see somebody experiencing it. Yeah. Because there are things you can do to help ground them, like telling them the date and the time, where you are, you're safe, like what can you see in the here and now, what can you touch, what can you smell, to try and pull them out of the re-experiencing the trauma and into mm. what's happening right now. But PTSD is so different from just like reflecting on something bad that happened. Yeah. Because like you can remember something and feel like similar emotions yeah, to how you, you can felt feel when it happened. Icky, or you can feel the shame around those memories, but that's not that's not the same PTSD. Because yeah. there's that removal from that event, like that happened in the past. I still feel shame about it. I still feel anger about it i still feel icky about it but that happened in the past yeah and with ptsd the trauma in the past everything is telling you this is happening, happening right, right now. now it's really hard to remove yourself from it because mm. i mean it's, it's all in your brain like if your brain is telling you like oh i've banged my hand on something your brain is going to tell you it's it's hurting and that's why you experience pain mm. if your brain is re like processing these memories then you're going to feel it in whatever way as if it was happening right now so it's not just about like oh snap out of it or oh you're being really sensitive or oh you're being really dramatic like get over it your brain is literally processing this in the same way you would process something happening right now mm. it's got nothing to do with whether you want to feel better about it yeah. or whether you want to move on because it ain't pleasant to experience no definitely not it's I, not a sign of weakness i know that there has been people in the past that have told me I get to decide when something traumatic has power over me or not. And I can decide to give that trauma power or not. And though I understand where they were coming from, they were trying to come from a place of encouragement, I cannot control how the brain will respond to a traumatic trigger. No. And so I I will react. It's an automatic response. Mm. It's... um. PTSD is something that happens within the brain. It happens within the mechanisms of the brain. It's not something that you can will away. It's not something that y you can just willpower away. You, you can't do that. There are things you can do to help, though. Yes. Like, it's not completely out of your control. Like, obviously, yes. if you are triggered and stuff like that, yeah, you, <laughs> you're going to have a real rough time, but like outside of being triggered when like yeah. you're not actually right in it. There, there are things that you can do that will help. Tr trying to constantly remind yourself like, okay, let's say somebody was the cause of this trauma or mm -hmm. somebody was involved in this trauma. Don't mm -hmm. go and look at their Facebook page. You yeah. know it's going to trigger you. Like, don't do it. Yeah. And a lot of people like are tempted to do that because it's like not necessarily look at their Facebook page, but get back involved mm -hmm. with that trauma because you feel like it's not done yet. You know, mm -hmm. you're still connected to it because you ain't processed it. But you have to remember, and it is a daily fucking struggle. They are not necessarily in your life anymore. If they are, it's going to be a lot harder. But deliberately going off and seeking out things that you mm. know are traumatizing no matter how mm. much you feel you deserve it or how tempting it is to know like oh well i'm suffering and i want to see whether they're suffering because it ain't fair you know if it's just me and, and they're succeeding when they've done something horrible or whatever trying to remove yourself 
from situations and people who existed in those situations if it's possible while you're in the here and now will help make the reality of that past less mm -hmm. intense so when you are having triggers and stuff like that there will sometimes be those thoughts in the back of your mind of like well, i haven't seen them in use or like i don't even know what they're doing now because they ain't in your life for example obviously this ain't going to be the case for everybody but again while that trigger is happening you're probably not going to be able to think logically like mm. oh yeah well i ain't seen them in years because your brain is telling you well they're here right now yeah. or, or whatever but it's not beyond control when yeah. it's not like grabbing you therapy can help so much it it really can and I do, I, I, I do understand what you're saying about keeping an eye out for triggers. Don't go looking for triggers, triggering oneself. It's a form of self-harm, really. Yeah, it is. And, I mean, at times I feel like I've deserved to be triggered. Mm. And so I have purposefully triggered myself. And that's my fault. And I'm, I'm working on that. I own that. But working on avoiding triggers, but also replacing negative triggers with something positive mm -hmm. in therapy can really help. Trauma therapy is slow and painful, but it's really, really helpful. You've got to be really careful mm -hmm. with trauma therapy. Sorry, not to burp. Yeah, especially if you have um, a dissociative disorder like DID or OSTD. Like, I, I, I don't know, eye movement dialysis technique. Eye movement desensitization. Yeah. E EDMR. EMDR, yeah, EMDR. EMDR. Nan yeah. had that a couple times. And if one has DID, they're not going, like, Nan didn't react like how folks were expecting Nan to react. Nan wasn't able to get help from EMDR because of the DID. But there are other ways that Nan has been able to get help and... Um, is that eye movement desensitization response therapy? I think it is. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's eye movement desensitization, desensitization, whatever. E EDM, e uh, EMDR. Hey, oh, EMDR, yeah. Yeah. It's very helpful for PTSD, but if you do have a dissociative disorder, like... Be careful. Yeah. DID and OSTD, mm -hmm. it's going to be different because your brain is wide different. Yeah. Your whole brain structure is developed as a child to revolve around keeping that trauma separate mm -hmm. from whoever's potentially having these flashbacks or yeah. whoever could be affected by someone else in the system having these flashbacks so you've got to be careful because the way our brains are structured the person who may be having those memories brought to the front by the therapy may not be able to handle it and it, it may throw the system into a complete tailspin so if you're mm -hmm. doing any kind of trauma therapy and it, it doesn't have to be that kind of therapy for trauma therapy mm -hmm. you've got to make sure you have a really strong connection with your therapist right mm -hmm. and also that you have strong connections within your system before you start doing trauma therapy it's really really advisable that you work on your communication within your system uh, and yes. you're prepared for where's your caretaker do you have a caretaker in the system who's going to be around for whoever's experiencing the resurgence of the trauma mm -hmm. okay what are the protectors doing is everybody aware that this is going to happen 
Yeah. Is everyone like prepared for it? And if you don't have good trust with your therapist, you're not going to feel safe. Yeah. So definitely, if you are looking for help for PTSD, find a good therapist. Like it could take years to get a therapist that you feel properly connected to and safe with. Mm-hmm. But it is a two-way street with therapy. You've got to put in the same amount of work your therapist yeah. does, or it ain't gonna work for you. Yeah, it's not you. They, they, nobody has the ability to fix anybody else. Yeah. Um, a therapist can show the way, and um, the take, therapist will guide you. Yeah, and they, they can, um, they can definitely help. Like, um, for example, one of Nan's traumas, um, that happened in adulthood was a bike accident that happened in 2011 and Nan has done a lot of work around that and um it's been in a few different therapies and also Nan's brain has had time to heal and Nan has done processing on them on their own that trauma is less is less impactful in their life now Nan still has flashbacks. I'm still, like, there are still times when I have to switch out into the body because Nan has seen a bike and it's triggered a flashback or there's been a loud noise or something and Nan has gotten a PTSD response of that particular trauma. But it is a lot less potent now that Nan has worked on it. Mm-hmm. As just an example. Yeah, sometimes if you're in a DID or a STD system, some systems it will be if somebody gets triggered, it's an immediate response for someone else to switch out and take over. Mm -hmm. For other systems, it results in a sort of freeze where the person in front gets stuck there Mm -hmm. experiencing these flashbacks. And Mm -hmm. as much as the alters inside can do what they can for the other alters and be there to support the alter who's in the front, regardless of whether it's a host or not, they may not necessarily be able to switch out because it's like yeah. the brain is so overwhelmed by this flashback. It's sort of like a stutter response. Everything else shuts down and switching for us, if somebody's triggered, is really hard. Yeah. Sometimes it's immediate. A lot of the times it'll be me who, who literally, like... You, you can visualise it in the headspace, our front-in room. There's like our front room and then there's sort of like a cupboard that you're in when you're actually in the front, so in the body. Mm. It's very much like coming up behind someone, putting my arms under their like armpits and pulling them back inside. Yeah. It takes a lot of effort and a it lot does. of emotional and physical strength I've had to, to remove people. someone. Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah, I've had to wrestle people from the front too, yeah. and um, I've or I've had to force my way into the front. Yeah, like shove past. It's tough. It is tough, especially when the brain is panicking because of a PTSD response. Mm. That can make doing a job as primary protector, such as switching into the front, very very difficult. Or mm. taking care of um an, an alter who's struggling, that can make it very difficult. Mm. I noticed that you guys seem to get front stuck more often. Is yeah. that right? Then we do? Oh, yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that happens on occasion for us, but more often than not, if somebody's triggered, then that'll trigger somebody else to front. And mm. so different DID systems work differently, just like everybody's trauma is different. Mm. Everybody's PTSD symptoms look different. Mm. Everybody's DID symptoms look different. Absolutely. If it is a, a trigger or a situation where switching 
does happen regardless of whether we try to make it happen or not like because mm. you can't necessarily some systems can especially if you had a lot of work and a lot of communication switch yeah. on demand but we can't really do that no. um it's it's very much an an inherent survival thing that the brain does like that's why did develops is to mm. survive trauma mm. and if if there is switching going on generally if someone's triggered and it's not like someone's not front stuck then it will be rapid switching so it's kind of like a revolving door of alters or like a carousel of just like switch after switch after switch oh, after yeah. switch and it's absolutely exhausting it's exhausting man. oh, oh rapid so switching. Oh, the headaches it's man. really hard to stop it once the rapid switching starts it's it like is. it's like falling over and over and yeah, over again it's like not being able to stay conscious and it's like passing out yeah You're but weird. like another altar will front while you oh my god usually cal like cal in our system will be the one to step in and maintain the front during a rapid switch switch session yeah usually it'll be him that'll kind of put a stop to it but that doesn't always work usually it will end up with one of our littles and it will stop there mm-hmm. um usually after there's been a couple of like Either protectors, littles, trauma holders, protectors, littles, trauma holders, like it will just mm-hmm. go round, 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 but it will usually settle on a little. And um, especially if there's somebody around to help, we'll just kind of curl up in a ball and uh, go completely numb afterwards. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's exhausting after experiencing a flashback or experiencing a heightened star response or experiencing a flare up of PTSD. Mm. That's going to be it's the exhausting. same. It's exhausting. Like, whether you've got DID or OSDD or just PTSD, that's going to be the same no matter what. It is absolutely mm-hmm. shattering. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. And emotionally and mentally and physically, it it is exhausting. It's very draining. And that yes. don't mean that you're unable to deal with life, right? It can be completely destabilising and mm-hmm. getting in your way. You may not be able to do the things that you used to do. But having PTSD does not inherently mean that you're weak no. or unable to deal with things. It doesn't yeah. mean you're being stupid. It don't mean you're being pathetic. It don't mean you can't get over stuff. Mm-hmm. This is a normal response to trauma. Yes. Not everybody who experiences trauma is going to get or develop PTSD. Some people will just have PTSD. Some people will develop CPTSD, which is complex PTSD, which is like trauma over a longer period of time, yeah. PTSD over a longer period of time. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you as an individual or how much you're worth. Not at or all. how much you're capable of dealing with. <laughs> what about that, um, what's it called, positivity? Oh, yeah. We, we, um, we finished the episodes on the good tea segment. Good tea? Yeah. I think it should be called positivity. Positivity. Where's your cup? So this is our good tea segment where we like to lighten things up. You can tweet us using the hashtag good tea and at us at Sanity Podcast for us to potentially read out your good news, your good tea. Because stuff isn't doom and gloom even when one deals with a mental health issue that affects one's everyday life. There are still good things. There are still good things in life. Still good things happen. And we like to share that with folks. Yeah. So we're going to read a few. All right. I guess I'm going to read the first one. Yeah. Deidrea says, 
Um, my good tea is making progress in recovery from a nervous breakdown at the end of November related to CPTSD. I had to take a break from work. It's good for self-care. Mm -hmm. I'm functioning enough that I may be able to return to basic modified duties and hopefully keep healing. Oh, good luck. Send good luck. Send in a lot to you, Deidre. Or Deidre, not sure how to pronounce your name. I'm glad that you took a break from work and hopefully mm. you can come back stronger after dealing with mm. it. So congratulations and keep going. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you took care of yourself. Yeah. Anxiety Ghost says at Sanity Podcast, my good tea is being welcomed back to work after my dad dying. I bought chocolates for everyone to eat in his honour and received lots of hugs. Love this podcast. Oh, I'm really sorry to hear that, my love. Wow. I'm glad that you got to celebrate his life and got lots of hugs with the people at work and your I'm friends. Really, I'm really glad you have some support. Yeah. That's very important. Sending our support to you too. Oh, she? Yeah. Aoshi says, both of your channels inspired me to pay attention to my mental health, and I realized therapists aren't just for crisis. No, they're not. Thank you both. I've realized I deserve to be happy. You do. Hmm. Just because it can be worse doesn't mean it can't be better. I have an appointment next week. I like that quote. Just because it can be worse doesn't mean it can't be better. I like that I too. I like that. You are a wise soul. Good for you. Good for Who you. Knows? Good luck with your appointment. Because that was three days ago she texted that in. I hope it, I hope it went well. <laughs> smoothie at Sour Smoothie. Nice. <laughs> I managed to clean off my dresser. I have ADHD, which causes executive dysfunction. We, 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 we have executive dysfunction as well. It is a nightmare. So managing to get myself clean is pretty big for me at least. Congratulations. That's big kudos for seriously that. Seriously big kudos, yeah. Good job. That's awesome. One more, one more. So Grace at old as old as you Romans. No, old as your omens. Oh, old as your <laughs> old omens. As you Romans. I don't. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Romans are old. Old as your omens. Anyway, this person <laughs> named Grace says, even if you don't use this, this is my hashtag good tea. Number one, I'm in Boston to visit friends and get out of a depression slash PTSD spiral. I hope that grows well. And number two, my mentor at uni gave me a book of historical fashion prints. Dress history is my thing. And I have done, and it has done wonders for grounding when dissociating. Oh, that's, oh, that's wonderful. And it's kind of cool that, that your um, professor gave you an awesome book. It's nice to receive cool things that are personal from other people. I'm glad you got some support from your friends as well. It's really nice to be around people who love you and support you when you're dealing with something as hard as PTSD and depression. So sending lots of love to you. Thank you for everybody who tweeted in. Potentially you. one of your tweets might get read out, read out, read out, read out, out on read one out. of your... Uh, yeah, read out on one of your... Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm associating. Ooh. Whoa. Um... Yeah, tweet us basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can tweet. Um, you can tweet us at Sanity Podcast with the hashtag Good Tea to leave your good tea, and who knows, we might shout it out while uh, while we're doing an episode. I still like positivity. Hashtag positivity. Hashtag positivity. You could also do that at Sanity Podcast. Let us know what you like better, positivity <laughs> or good tea, because I think I don't know. I think maybe I'm just being really clever. Whatever. But, uh, I, I think it's clever. I think it's clever. I think it's clever. Yeah. 
Yeah. People think I'm stupid because of my Essex accent. But no. I've got brains too. I can fix shit up. Yeah. If you want to see us recording this, like, no cuts and stuff like that, then go over to our YouTube channel at Sanity Podcast to see the filming of this, to see our faces and <laughs> interacting with each other and stuff if you prefer to watch rather than listen. So make sure you subscribe and ring the bell. Yeah. Um, we'll see you in the next episode, guys. Don't forget to check out BetterHelp if you're looking for some therapy. And I guess we'll see the folks the next time. Next time we're on. Yeah. All right. Thanks yeah. for joining in, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye.